Wait, what's the day today? 13th. It's Friday the 13th. He's appointed him on Friday the 13th! <laughs> He appointed her at Friday thirteenth and called a press conference at thirteen thirty. Well, that's a start to the podcast. Hello and welcome to the actual episode 138 yes. of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Not that one that is currently available for talking with the extra uh, members so members of the channel um and it will drop down to the membership the lower membership tier the third the opening membership tier initial membership tier um very soon and then it will go to all people if you want that redundant cisco podcast it will be available to everybody at a later date it's just talking with the extras are designed for members but some we will make um more available and that will be one that was a podcast that was intended for a lot of people um but and then went, literally the day we recorded thing. that, yeah, um, Zisco was sacked, so it didn't make sense to to put it up anymore. However, we're now talking about a new manager, Jake, and we've pushed this podcast as far as we could because we just knew it was coming, and you it happened. What? You know what? Well, I'm really excited. I can say this one's name. <laughs> Are we saying it right? Is it Roll or Rule? Rule. Is it Rule? It's like Hull. It's like Hull. Rule. Danny Rull. Rull? Is it yeah. like L? Yeah. So like Rull. Yeah. I might be all right at that one if it is. I got props on one of my videos from Andy for saying it right. I was like, yes. <laughs> that is some, uh, that is some um, back in there, my friend. I know. But yes, we will, st- we will start this the, uh, the the traditional way. How has your week been, mate? Hectic. Very, very busy. Um... We're getting into the last status stage of where other half is going to be ending work to go on mat leave. Uh, and my little ones decided, right, there's a thing with kids, especially my kid. When it drops below 10, she gets ill. She's been ill for the mm. last two days now. Uh, she she She's going to her nan's at the weekend because I'm going to go get absolutely sloshed on Saturday for my birthday weekend. So that could be fun. But... I've got the whole kind of situation at the minute where everything's coming at me 10,000 mile per hour and I'm trying to just... I actually come down here, sit on that sofa, and for about an hour, I just sit there in silence and go, breathe. Like, this has become my sanctuary. <laughs> come down here, there's no kids, there's no wife, just sit there and shut up. <laughs> but apart from that, I've been good. How's your week been? I right? genuinely think it's going to be a weird experience seeing you not being able to actually um, record any videos or anything when you have this child. It's going to be weird because there will be a time <laughs> where you go try and go out to the shed and where you going will yeah. probably be a thing that occurs. Yeah, and I'll be like, or, or I'm going to have to do, uh, I'm going to have to do a video and go like, I've got to be really quiet because the baby's here, but Sheffield. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. So you'll pretty get an much. ASMR version uh, video. My week's been all right. Um, I'm still trying to sort some things out. It's taking a while. Uh, but Sheffield Wednesday, scene, I'm a bit more chipper because um, Sheffield Wednesday seems to be doing something more positive for me to talk about. So that's something to look towards, isn't it? Um, yep. I, I, I just keep. I, I, I get got quite annoyed this week. So I was like. Okay, so we'll do the podcast now, 
oh, but nothing's happening. Oh, we'll do it then. Oh, we've we already said we're going to delay it to them, but then we've got a delay. And it just started to annoy me, Jake. Do you know, to a point <laughs> where me- I was like, we already had... Funny. We already had the disruption, right? Because of you walking into things or whatever you did. Yep. I forgot now. Uh, and, and, and the likeliness. But then corner, we got back... Corner table. That was it. And we were starting to like get into that. We were like, right, we can get into the swing of things now. Um, and that didn't happen. But we're back. Talking yep. Wednesday, one thirty-eight. Danny Roll is the Sheffield Wednesday manager. So housekeeping, all the likes, you can join below. Make sure you... Uh, Click join below the podcast if you want to support us financially. You can become a member. Talking Wednesday Extra available on there. More coming very, very soon. Um, Get your community topic in this weekend. Yes, there is a thread already. We will use the old thread. I might even put a new one up, but we will keep the old thread up that we put in for this one. Um, We're actually going to... There's a couple of comments on it that we'll probably use in the next episode because there will be another episode. Probably won't be even a full week before you get the next episode of the podcast because there's probably going to be a lot after this weekend to go through. So today is the sort of initial reaction to Danny Roll being appointed Sheffield Wednesday manager. As I said in my video um, talking about it, it is the least sort of kept secret. We've known this for a while. Like I think the wider fan base has known for quite a while because of the fact that it's been reported on for a while as well. And um, I just want to sort of know, for people who might not have heard it, Jake, what what are your thoughts currently? Where's your head at with it? I think this is, in one sense, it's a gamble. It is a big risk, but he is part of the reason Southampton fans say that they stayed up that season. When he came in, he changed the attitude, he changed how the coaching was, and they went from being in a relegation fight to, like, I think they were, like, 11th or something like that at the end of the season. And that's the kind of person we need coming in. Yes, I've seen people say he doesn't have managerial experience, but he has the coaching experience. RB Leipzig... Southampton, Bayern Munich, and the German national team. And I think going forward, it's a risk, but how often have we said we need to try and be the club that gets a manager like this and going after people who've done it and sometimes it not failing? I I see what people's concerns are with it. I understand that, and I've got the same concern, but I'm already in the position for this season. I've already in my head got relegated. I had us down for survival. So whatever happened for me this season, if we survive, it's a bonus. Uh, yeah, I think my take on that is interesting what you say about Southampton because that's something I probably overlooked really and it's something since he's come out and he's done his interview that I've looked, I've thought about a little bit more actually and, and obviously, yeah, so he has got experience of battling against relegation there. The one thing that does concern me obviously is I actually think it's imperative that we don't get relegated because I don't think the club can take much more. And for me, it was a case of you throw everything at it to survive this season. Because do you remember what I said last season? If we don't go up this year, I'm really worried about the state of the club. Yep. Equally, if we go back down, I'm really worried about the state of the club. Yeah. Because again you've got to kind of have a slight readjustment. The players that you've brought in, you might not be able to fully afford anymore. I can't imagine we're paying our players stupid. I, I, I think we've probably learned in that respect, but you've still got to do an adjustment and it doesn't always work first season as we found out in our first season back in League One. So part of me was like, do you just go with a Warnock? Do you go with someone who's going to, you know, dig the heels in, there, get everybody organised, motivate the players, 
and just get him going through it. But I must say, this would have been an appointment at the start of the season that got me excited. I'm trying not to get excited now because I'm a Wednesday fan and I'm stupid in that regard, right? So you start to get giddy all the time. It's just the way it works. Yeah. But... Like the more I look at it, I go, "Oh yeah, this could be a right gem." Do you know? You just you, know what you just do it, really don't you? Funny, right? I love watching the people on Twitter going, "He's younger than me." <laughs> you got a generation he's, of fans that he's not. Going. He's not younger than me. Luckily, I'm. I'm still in that. Uh, I'm still. I'm still all right for that. But well, yes, like, I, I have get, seen a lot of that. It's it just really funny seeing that. But I think the other thing is that we got to. I've got to say, massive credit and character on him to come in and see what show we're in right now and go, you know mm. what? I want to do this in my first job. This is going to be my first one, and I'm going to go in there. That says a level of confidence. But what I also like, it sounds like he's already done like a massive dossier on every single player. It feels like there's a plan in place before he got here instead of a, I'll see what they like when I get to training. You know what I mean? It feels like that kind of level of stuff at the minute. And yeah, I feel that that level of detail could be crucial for us if he's already got things he knows about players. Well, it's one of those things that, you know, I picked up on something in his interview, which I liked um, a lot. The fact he even mentioned counter-pressing and his demands for it. Mm. I, I think a lot of people missed that in his interview because he was talking about a lot of stuff. But what Wednesday don't do a lot of is counter-press. And I was like, yes! Counter-pressing! Yeah, Go I just on. love how everyone like going, Gengen press! Right, this is what he's going to do. But he has learned <laughs> from that style of football. He has learned. At RB Leipzig, they were the style of football. Like, he worked under Ragnick. Uh, who was at Manchester United. It's the and fact that he wants, say, it, it, if he has fullbacks up high, he talks about defending up high as well. So he wants the ball. He doesn't, he wants the ball in the opposition's half and you defend from the front, which is, which is ideal because it, it still fits that attacking philosophy. It's just a different yeah. style to Cisco, which, yeah. which I don't know if he had a style that wasn't just losing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Carry on. I think, I think the only thing that, Got me in the press conference. And also, I think it was actually really smart of Wednesday not to live stream this one this time uh, after what happened last time. Yeah. I think they learned the lessons yeah. a little bit. I've seen so many people going, are they not going to live stream? I was like, mm, would you? Would you really let that live stream happen like with a live microphone? That doesn't seem like the best thing for me. But I all, I also yeah. like that he's already kind of turned and said, I want the when I want it to have Wednesday back. I want to have Wednesday back, feel that Wednesday back. And it's like, he was saying, it's like, I've watched the, the promotion and the playoff games and stuff like that. He knows what this play can be if he gets it right. It, Do you it know what he said that, that really got me is, is the fact that I think it, a great quote from him was, he wants people, he wants all the fans to be like, oh, Wednesday are back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, as in the fear there that, okay, we they're all right now. We've actually got to watch out for them rather than be, oh, that's easy three points. Yeah, he really does, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. It's all. It's also interesting that I loved. You heard that. You heard that tonight. He's watching the under twenty one game at the stadium. He's going to be watching the under twenty one game to see what's going on versus United tonight, and that just shows you a level of where he's already at. He's already yeah. looking at where who's ready. 
Like, I wonder if you have some players in that under-21 team that may get good chances with him because he's known as, like, wanting to help with youth team kind of stuff. And he, apparently he has got a good eye for a player, but it, I think the interesting thing we've got now is who is his backroom staff? Yeah. Because nothing's been really it, said yet, apart from does that. Does that talk about um, Miria? And a local. Was the Miria closer thing actually a thing, or was it just a Twitter thing, do we know? Um... It would make sense. He was at Bayern when he was at Bayern. So it could happen. But Right. It's it uh, it, it was it was a Twitter thing, but we haven't heard anything yet. And I think we'll hear bits of that all over the uh weekend or whenever. Cause I think a lot of these deals had it been legal paperwork that they'd had to get things through the door. But it's like what Joe Cran said on Twitter. He said the first thing he did was go around and shake everyone's hand and just introduce himself before we did the press conference. And it's that yeah, level like of that. respect. It's that kind of thing. I've got to like you and you've got to like me. And Let's read a few things from the press conference, shall yeah. we then? So he he um, he starts by thanking... This is from the Wednesday Twitter feed because, again, it was quite clever, as we said, don't live stream it just in case Transiri says anything. They can keep it sort of in-house a little bit more. Journalists will report on it, but it, it's a little bit more manageable in that regard, I guess. Um, he says, there's a lot of energy in this club and I want to thank everybody for their messages over the last 24 hours because all the fans knew what was happening, clearly. <laughs> it's exciting to start a new journey with this club. My message to the fans, we will do our job. We will give everything. We have a big few days ahead of us. I want opponents to come here and... F- fear our home and think Wednesday are back. I have followed the last few months. I know what has happened and I am convinced we can do so much. We have 35 games to go. It's about not looking back. I will be going to the under-21s game at the stadium also. I like that this game is happening here and I'm looking forward to it. Um, intra- it, it is very interesting, you know, because if you do look at it, we are still early in the season. We've had a yeah. woeful start to the season, but... There is 35 games and a lot can happen, but we need that new manager bounce. We don't we get need it, and we it. need it. Yeah. And the thing is, if you look at yeah. Middlesbrough and Forest, they have appointed about, about similar periods and they got that new manager bounce where Forest actually managed to do it and go, go up and Middlesbrough just missed out last season. So if you, we actually get an actual manager bounce, it could be really exciting. But again, I'm at the same view. I don't want to get too excited. Because I want to see what happens. Because we were... We we said Sisko had that kind of thing. He got Watford up. And he just didn't have... He, it looked to me... And I don't want to talk about going backwards. But it looked to me he already lost all the players. The, the thing is, you can go in here... Then everyone starts afresh. Even Marvin Johnson. They all start afresh. There's none of that kind of... You're not playing because of this. I think there's going to be... Some learning curves obviously, because it's what happened. But again, there's a a freshness of this that we don't normally go down this route. Uh, But I understand why some people are going, is this John Seary's last throw of the dice? It it does feel like that in a lot of ways, but it's hard to want to sort of praise Chan Siri for taking a risk because in the situation because he's put us in this situation. Do you know what I mean? But like, yeah. do you know if Chan Siri had appointed him after Darren Moore, I think I'd have got give him a lot more leeway on it. Yeah, because I'd have been yeah. like, that's actually a, a quite a bold statement that could really work. Um, 
And it's purely because if you look at like its history, so the club website, they did an in detail sort of thing on him. So let's just read that because it'll give you guys, yeah. if you've not read it, some some insight or just a refresher on what Danny Roll is all about. So at just 34 year olds, Roll's experience as a coach has seen him go head to head with Europe's elite, playing his trade at the very top of the game. Having had his playing career cut short through injury, Roll began working as a video analyst with RB Leipzig's youth sides before moving into a coaching role with the younger teams at the time when former Manchester United boss Ralph Ragnick was first team manager. He later, so let's just stop that there for a second. So not really got the playing career. I like the way he rose through sort of like the ranks yeah. doing the sports science degree with the University of Leipzig, actually, I think. And then yeah, going, being a video analyst for them, working well, you know his way up there, you know. Oh, well. He's going to be very analytical. He's going to look at things. I wonder, under Darren Moore, Darren Moore used to say something called classroom time, where they sit and analyse stuff. I don't think we've had that under Munez. I think it's just been, watch a couple clips and then we're back on training field. If he's going back to that kind of classroom time thing that Darren Moore did, it might work really well. You know what I mean? Because of they're used to that. Also, we might get less injuries if he's a bit more minded in that way which would mm. be a benefit in general yeah. if he looks after his players. Because um, they look into like different routes of sports science. I know the, a lot of the managers look into the, uh, the the mentality of the players as well. And I think he did, he did mention that actually bet, in his interview he, about players having ownership and stepping yeah. up and things like that. I think he also you said, it, I think one of his qualifications at RB Leipzig Uni was sports science as well. So he might have a... No, that's, what he, stu- that's what he studied. Yeah, yeah he studied what, what sports he studied, science. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so carrying on from this article, he later stepped up to first-team coaching duties at Dyrot and Bullen in 2016 under Ralph, Hoss- Ralph Hassenhutel. Having gained promotion from the second division of uh, the German league to, to Bundesliga, but I don't think it's called that. I, I always, I always read it. It's ri- written in English as... Yeah, I don't know. Um, the pair guided RB Leipzig to the runners-up spot in the club's maiden top flight campaign, qualifying for the Champions League. In 2017-18, Leipzig finished in sixth place and reached the quarterfinals of the Europa League. So this is interesting. We actually think now Leipzig is a force that's kind of like, oh, they're actually quite a good side. He was part of that come-up. Yeah. So that's exciting. He wasn't the manager but he was the assistant. He's been through that process. So if you think about it, he has got the experience we want at getting out of divisions. He's just not been the man at the helm. But to be honest, the assistant manager, if he's really integral to that and he's around that, a lot of great managers started out as assistants. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. Rule made his first switch to England in 2018, joining Premier League Southampton with Hassan Huthel, successfully helping the Saints to survival. They stayed up. He departed St. Mary's the following season for European Giants Bayern Munich. He was assistant manager to coach Hansi Flick and would enjoy playing a key role in one of Bayern's most successful campaigns in recent history. The club won the Bundesliga, DFB Pokal and Champions League title to complete the cover to treble in 2019-20. That's all right, isn't it? Um, The following season, Bayern retained the Bundesliga trophy while also triumphing in the UEFA Super Cup and the FIFA Club World Cup. 
Rill's success with Flick saw the duo make another step up, this time to international level with the German national team at the end of the 2020-21 season. He left Germany last month and now makes his first foray into management with the Owls, backed by a plethora of success in his burgeoning career to date. Now, the one thing I've got to say all the time is, it is the cliche one, and I've mentioned this again in the video, Arteta was an assistant. Yep. And he had a building project at Arsenal. The first season, you saw what he was trying to do. People were calling for his head a little bit because there's an expectation there. There's a massive expectation at Wednesday as well. But does it kind of benefit him maybe if if he's going to become like that, a really good manager, that we're already in a situation where it's actually not going to be to try and finish high in the championship anymore this season from the fans, at least. Chancery might be still saying, oh, you can reach them playoffs. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes, Jesus. But like for the fans, we're going to be saying if he keeps us up, that's great. And then he's got something to build on next season. That could be the best of both worlds for him, actually. And he might have seen that coming into it thinking, well, if I keep them up in the sorry state they're currently in, that buys me a season to evaluate it and then I start building for the next I've got a transfer window in January to start putting the seeds in there and then a summer to really give it a, a bit more of a go and he's got that longer project building yeah it's 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 interesting when you use the Arteta thing and you also look at Leicester Leicester just uh, they appointed uh, Man City's assistant as their first team manager mm. and it's it's the thing is, I understand the whole like people saying you want someone experienced, but I think you read what he's done. He's not stupid. He's not just someone who come from, say, assisting somewhere else and he's a nobody. He's actually got credibility. He got the credits. He's done things. He's that if you read that to someone else who doesn't think he's a manager, they just think he's a winner. He wins things. Yeah. And the thing is, I think we need that winner's mentality in that dressing room to go when when things are not going great, going, right, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do. And even have like, just go, right, we're going to bring in this big whiteboard or massive iPad kind of thing and go, you need to go here, here, and here. If you go here, you, we've all seen the, um, we've all seen the like documentary with Arsenal and Newcastle. They all like at half yeah. time, they'll have something where they're showing something. I think if he come, if he coming from video analytics, database number driven that kind of thing and that could be very helpful recruitment as well if it's all number based because a lot of clubs are going that way i think with this we have to have a lot of patience and give him the time of fans granted i know we didn't give uh munis the time but when you look at with that he just wasn't it wasn't working he wasn't trying to change things. It was his way or no way. I think he's not going to go in there and rip everything up. I think he's going to see what worked for the set of players he's got and then build on top of that, I feel. I don't know what about what you think about that. I think it's more building on what he got to work out. And the thing is, if, if it... I think that's all he can contract, do initially. And the thing is, it's a long Obviously. contract by sounds of it. By sounds of it, I've seen it 2025. And the yeah, thing where's is, that been reported? Because I've not seen that <sighs> about the contract. It was on a, you know, it, the kicker, you know, kicker, the German media. They said it was a 2025 contract. Uh, that could what, be a who, punt then, because to be honest, I don't know if Chancery would want to put that in the situation. Well, he might. I re Is there a, a sign that maybe this was Chancery's first choice, maybe, and he couldn't get I him think out it of the was, I think, I think German it was his first situation? Choice. 
I think he was his first choice and then realised he didn't want to like do both roles as well. Because there's that kind of thing. I wonder if he kind of went, can I do both the jobs at the same time? And he's just not yeah. done it. He's gone, I'd rather not, if you don't mind. I'd like to just do this um, kind of thing. So I don't, at the moment, if it, the, I think the problem he's got is if he's doing a, say doing a, a long contract, the one thing that we've had every season so far, we've, we've always had to have a rebuild. And I don't know how many more rebuild we can keep doing before. Well, this is a thing, like, how many of these players fit? <laughs> You've got to have the players that fit the high-intensity press, right? If he's going to go for it. Um, if, he, if, he is, if he is a big pressing player, uh, manager. And then yeah. we've got an aging squad with they're a lot of the players the, that are in those positions. They're one of the that... oldest squads in the league. Did you say oldest or youngest? Oldest in the league still. Yeah. Unless he's going to go use someone like a Joey Poofy who we saw in pre-season looking good. Unless he's going to start looking at some of the lads in the... Maybe tonight going to... Can you imagine the Twitter if he sticks Kadamatri in the team? (laughs) 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 He could just do that to win points. He he could ruin the poor boy's career, but he would win so many points immediately, wouldn't he? Can you he goes the, to watch the 21s and goes, all right then. We just thought we all, we all want next next time we open our phone to like Twitter going, Kadamachi starting, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think to be fair though, he'll want the youth and he'll want the, he'll want the hunger and the pace. And yeah, I could see it. I could see it happening using those players. He can bring him up them through. to how he wants them to play. And the thing is, and it wouldn't surprise me if he's watching the under 21 tonight to see how they're playing, to start just turning for this is how I'm going to start playing, tweak it a little bit, and then they're ready to just slot in when they come up to the seniors. Yeah, well, yeah, he could easily, because obviously Tomo's gone back there, hasn't he? So yeah. it'd be a case of working with him and saying, hey, can we train him? You, you obviously do to what that you need to do in article that did the uh, about saying what you think. Apparently, it's three German uh, coaches coming in to assist him, and then one local coach. That's what they. That's what they said. That was the quote. So, right. has someone got given a promotion out of the team out of the like youth setup, or has he got someone lined up in England ready to come in? Hmm. It's all speculation at the minute, isn't it? Oh but, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, uh, in terms of um, what I was gonna say, into stop playing music. Um, <laughs> especially that better not pick that up. Uh, it's fair. You said it was only like a second, but <laughs> um, it's a case I don't even of know what it was. <laughs> no, it's me trying to get topics up because uh, I know there was some writings about Raw actually. Um, but yeah, it's, we might we might have a look at it, that in a second. Um, it's on. weird, isn't it, that we are? Yeah, no. What I was no, I remember what I was saying. Now I'm going to interrupt you. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's the bringing in bringing in those players. Him being at the twenty ones game. It is a case of if he t- talks to Tomo and t- talks about tweaking things. Um, 
you can just have that interchangeable system, you know, that interchangeable where players can step into the first team where required, which is what you ideally want. But yes, carry on. I think I think the thing is, when you look at what he's done in the past and how he's worked, the, the again, the one thing we're going to have to be patience. The patience is the key to this one. Uh, more so than Sicko, because people will give, as soon as it doesn't go wrong, if it don't go right even, sorry, people ultimately go, sorry. well, you should have got Warnock in or something of that nature. And I think we have got to... I think the first, I think it's actually good for him coming into a weak schedule where he's got three games on the bounce, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Just so he can get Jake, that is your feel. Twitter just entirely broken? Or is it mine? Yes. No, mine is broken as well. I can't I'm, get are you sc- Are you scrolling and you're just getting like... I'm getting like... I'm seeing names from... Ni- all your names now. Every post says it's from 1970. Yes. Well Elon done, Elon. playing around with it. <sighs> Why on a day where I'm trying to follow a press conference? <laughs> For God's sake. <laughs> that was a perfectly functioning website, right? <laughs> it was. Uh, I'll read a writing we had on Roll, actually, so... Bobby writes and says, it's looking likely we are going to be appointing Danny Roll as new manager, somebody who has worked under some of the best coaches in Europe. He has a lot of analytical and theoretical knowledge, which is all in the modern approach to football these days. Do you think this is the right way forward in opposed to relaying on dinosaur managers like Warnock with their obsession with 4-4-2 and hoofball? Um, time will only tell, but even when we tried to do hoofball, we couldn't do it very well. Yeah. It's, like, be it's one of those things that I don't I don't necessarily think we've got a great playing out from the backside and he probably will want to still do that. But mm. um we've got we've got a situation where I think you have to go with the modern game really. If you're gonna if you're gonna get promoted well, actually saying that we saw we saw teams that got promoted last uh, recent years, it's not always the case actually, but I think I think Chancery wants attract. He wants attacking football, and he wants positive football. Yeah, and that comes under a modern approach because a modern approach is to entertain, not necessarily just win. Yeah, so I think that's going to be a big part of it. I would have taken Warnock in this situation, by the way, um, but I'm not. I, th- I think I'm I not unhappy with well. this decision. I, yeah. I think, I Being, think the thing t- is... Taking all bias out, out of it, I think in a realistic situation to keep my club up, I would have taken him. Mm. The thing is... Um, but I would also... I wouldn't have taken... To make I wouldn't sure. have taken him at any other side. Sime, we've, we've got lag, by the way. That's why uh, yeah, we we're, we're pausing a bit. Apologies for that there. Um, but I wouldn't have taken him at any other um, sort of time, probably, other than in these sort of situations. But I think it would have been an all right time. And I, I, I have to ask this now. Are we going to turn around, do you think... In 15 games and go, we should have gone for a relegation battling manager. That's the that's the that's the worry, isn't it? The problem is until we've seen our first couple of games under him, you can't really say anything. Exactly. The- but there's also the thing we could turn around and go, "Oh my god, what a masterstroke! This guy is going to be ridiculous." But knowing Sheffield Wednesday, that happens, and then he goes somewhere else at the end of the season. 
Yeah, but you know, if he went to somewhere else, can you imagine how much money Chansu would try and get for Gompo? If he has given him that contract till 2025, and that would be when that becomes a big key part of that. Well, put it this way, Ipswich have got a four million on McKenna if he ever gets a pro. That's not a lot, though. Not a, it is for championship. Yeah. yeah, but not when you're top of the league when you think about the amount of money they would get. Oh, God, yeah. Going up. That's the thing. But, um, yeah, I think, obviously, we've been we've been quite low as a fan base recently. Um, we've needed some consistency. We've needed... I think the players can easily buy into this as well, by the way, because mm. this, for me, this, for me, makes more sense um, as a a building project because if you think of it actually if you think about the players he's worked with that's got to deem some respect yeah because he might have not been the manager of those players but the assistant manager and if you think about the way assistant managers are integral to the club and they do seem to be very much they they do seem to be sort of like that person that a lot of the players go to as well so interesting I think players will see that a little bit differently Rob Statton had tweeters a way of buying making it work. So Danny Roll has t- will seek to appoint an experienced British coach to join his staff, which includes four coaches from Germany. So it's four coaches from Germany and a British experienced British coach. Well, you know that thing when Chan Siri said he's not going to put any additional money into the club, I think we've just had our fears allayed that it still means he's going to run the club properly because yep. um, if he's bringing in coaches, bringing in new managers, or he's spending money there. So I am grateful that that fear is alleviated because mm. I was very worried after that. Um, yeah. And I didn't hear anything from Chansiri in this press conference yet, by the way. There there was so, one there was one thing. I did see something he put up. Uh, let me see if his Twitter put me back to 1970. Um, and it basically... No, come back in there. It basically saying that uh, Danny Roll can come in and do and um, finish the job. Uh, Sicko started, which worried me. The phrasing wasn't great. Well, get relegated. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say uh, the, the the phrasing really worried me when he said that. Um, and he was saying he was trying to like get kind of do the same way he did. And I think what I, I don't I don't know if he meant that or he meant. He's coming to try and fix it. You know what I mean? But I will say mm. something. It was a very short press conference. And Chan Siri said, spot all. Well, that's good. That is good yeah. because oh, now no, you can just good. look to you can just look to the future with him. And I, I do think, to be fair, this is probably sort of like where we leave this one. I'd like to know all of your thoughts in the comments to this podcast, actually. So go on YouTube and let us know what you think because... When we do the next podcast, I'll see if Jack comes out of a cave um, and see if we can do a three-man or something and, and fully talk about this and the, the the fixtures coming up and all of your thoughts. Maybe get some of you guys involved, um, like the old days of the podcast, see if we can we can do something like that. So keep an eye on our socials, at Talking Wed. Make sure you subscribe to this channel, Dexterity Box, where the Talking Wednesday podcast is hosted because that's where the community topics go. And I can make sure that we um, we get some information out to you if we do want some involvement. So I will make sure be interested to see 
where the fans are on this, actually, because I think there's going to be some that... I think it's going to be a flip. I've seen... Mm. I've always seen on Twitter, and I know it's Twitter, but I've seen people who are excited for it, people who are really concerned about it. So we'll see. Yeah. We will have to. Um, it's been good to actually sit down and talk about it, but rather than us waffle for another half an hour or whatever... That's that's all I've really got on it at the minute. I need to see more coming out of it. So let's um, let's hope this is a new start as we get ready to roll. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm waiting for the. But yes, point. guys. Yeah, there's going to be plenty. Yeah, plenty. you made it. I'm genuinely like. Should I should I do it? Should I do that Rex? Should I be that Rexham band and and write and do and do like recordings <laughs> of all the songs. <laughs> And we can take it into the... the, the, the yeah. Um, anyway, take care, I think, guys. I think um, the cringe just hit you to go, I'm going to end this before I actually do that. Yeah. As he looks at his uh, bass guitar going, oh, I'll start with a bass line. No, um, <laughs> but yeah. Anything to add, my friend, before we um, before we wrap up this episode? Um, Let's just see what happens. Let's try and not be too judgmental on the week as having mental health week as well. Uh, look after each other and just make sure you reach out as well. But also just remember that this got have got the potential to be exciting, but keep your expectations a little bit low. It is Sheffield Wednesday Football Club. It breaks your heart year after year, apart from last year. And just try and keep, keep a smile on your face. Yeah. Um... Let's look forward to something positive in Wednesday, hopefully. For now, at least. Take care, guys, and we will see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See ya.